Fairy Sightings podcast, where we listen to people's fairy encounters. But take heed, we're not talking about winged tinkerbells here. These are real fairies, real encounters that took people like you and I by surprise. Stay a while and hear their stories. My name is Joe Hickey Hall and I'm a folklore researcher. Welcome to the first Modern Fairy Sightings podcast. I'm so glad you joined me. It's good to be curious. Most people are baffled at any suggestion that fairies might exist. In our modern Western society, telling people about your fairy encounter is a major taboo. The Modern Fairy Sightings podcast hears from people who've had experiences and want to share them in their own words. So whether you're already a believer or full of intrigue, come open-minded and open-hearted. Simply listen and make your own mind up. Tonight we hear from someone who came face to face with an unrecognisable being in a remote part of Scotland. Like most people, they didn't set out to see a fairy. It just happened. The experience itself felt to them much like any other wildlife sighting. Afterwards, they simply tried to make sense of it all. This is the first time they've spoken publicly about their encounter. I hope you enjoy and appreciate his sharing as much as I do. First, what I'll say about this is uh, I've never given two thoughts to this before this happened. Obviously, being aware of stories of myths and legends was never really considered it. Mm. Um, so certainly, this was not in my mind that particular night. Um, it's totally total surprise to me. Anyway, this was uh, in a very remote part of Scotland. I went up there on holiday, uh, rented a local cabin, which is in quite a remote area off the beaten track. And this particular night. This was about seven years ago when I was up mm. there last. Um, I was walking back from having my dinner at the pub. Uh, that's one of the reasons I uh, tend not to speak of this because people just say, yeah, you're drunk. But, uh, mm. Actually, I wasn't. You know, I mean, I, I'm not a great drinker. I might have had a couple of pints with me pie and chips, but certainly I was uh, perfectly sober. And so I was walking up this uh, small, dark, isolated track back to the log cabin. And then... Uh, Something ran across the track in front of me, from my left to my right. Um, I had sight of it for a, a good few seconds. Difficult to say exactly how many, but several seconds. Uh, clear and unobstructed view. And um, I haven't got a clue to this day what I saw. But I would describe this entity, if you like, um, as human-shaped, small, uh, by small, I mean probably up to my elbow, so quite short. Very, very pale skin, almost white, very pale skin. And what I do remember is very long, gangly limbs, arms and legs. And um, this entity, I think that's a good word for it, ran, as I say, from my left across the track. I ran away across the, you know, the grassed area that I was walking beside. Now, as I, uh, as I watched it run away, I distinctly recall it 
looking at me over its right shoulder as it ran. And uh, yeah, I watched this for a few seconds until it was out of sight. And uh, I'm absolutely stumped as to what I saw, to be quite honest with you. I just saw it clear as day. And uh, I don't know what it was, you know. Um, I was up there on holiday, very interested in, in wildlife and animals and things like that. And had it been any kind of animal, I would have instantly recognised because there's not that many, you know, red deer or sheep or highland cows, you know, but yeah. it wasn't. It was very much a human figure. Mm. Uh, so I went, I was a bit shocked by this, to be quite honest with you, because I, I didn't have a clue what I'd seen. Uh, there was no menace or aggression or anything like that. It looked a little bit startled to see me and ran off. Um, so I went back to the log cabin, perplexed and a bit alarmed. And uh, yeah, so I was thinking about this for the rest, rest of the holiday anyway. At some other point during the holiday, I, uh, I was looking through the, uh, the visitors books that was in this log cabin, a very old log cabin. People have been going there for decades. So I spent an afternoon raking through the, uh, the visitors book looking to see what people had written about it. And on one of the pages, I found this entry, which really caught my eye. And it says something like, there's a Yeti here. I know you think we're just saying this because we're children and you'll not believe it, but there is. I did see it. It was still on the lawn outside. And I was like, wow, what was that about, you know? Yeah, a random entry in this visit, this book from like years and years and years ago from a giant, mm. you know? And uh, really felt like that hit home there. Yeah, I thought, damn, hey, what, what, what have I seen? Still to this day, I don't know. You know, you can go on the internet, you can do Google searches on Scottish myth, legend, folklore, creatures. And yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of images on there and you can pick things out that look similar. Um, but yeah, what can I say? That, that was my uh, that was my experience. A few seconds long, but yeah. very impactive and remains me with me to this day. It is. It is absolutely brilliant. The fact that it kind of looked back at you, and this is something that I'm finding a lot of people um, encounter. Actually, is that what happens is that they get some eye contact mm. with you, mm -hmm. which is quite amazing isn't it really do you think it wanted you to see it i think uh, difficult to say difficult to say really i mean I, I, the sighting i had would be much the same as any other wildlife sighting really you know mm. i mean during that holiday i remember you know, out walking and uh, a pine martin walked across in front of me um i just watched it away into the distance it probably didn't know I was there or want to see me or anything like that I just, I just happened to be in the same place at the same time I don't get the impression that it uh, made itself uh, visible to me for any particular reason I just my own thoughts on this are that we just happened to be in the same place at the same time yeah it got a, I got a start it got a start and ran away that's that's how I see it yeah was there anything nearby that you think it may have come for or come from uh, nothing specific that I can think of. Um, it's a very wild, remote place, and there are streams and, and, and uh, the likes around there. Lots of, you know, moorland and heath and mountain, um, loads of trees. But I can't think of anywhere where it may have been coming from or going to. The whole area is very, very remote. Was it dense woodland where you were, or was it quite open land on this path? Quite open on the path. I mean, quite there open. were a lot of bushes and what have you, but there's no real uh, plantations or forests around that particular right. area. I mean, close by, of course, but... Uh, 
what kind of light was it at the time? Because even at night time, if you're quite far north, it's actually not that dark. Can you remember what the light was like? I don't recall what the light was like, but um, a couple of years ago, I was up in the north of Scotland in the end of June, same time of year, and it never got dark. You know, it was just like mm. semi-dark through the night. And this was the same time of year. This was the end of June. Now, I don't specifically mm. remember what the light was like. But you're right, it doesn't get dark totally up there at that time of year. And certainly, um, though I cannot remember the light, uh, I remember what I saw and I could see it. You know, so there was no yeah. confusion here. I did see no, it. No, absolutely, absolutely. Can you remember what the head was like in comparison to the body and the shape of the face and head? I recall the body and the, the you know the limbs has been very gangly and skinny. The body was slim as well. I get a good, uh, a real clear image in my mind actually when of, of your description, and I'm immediately thinking goblin. There's so many different names for these entities. Uh, yeah. Depending on where you are in the world, they've got a different name. But when you look at the descriptions, they're actually quite similar. Mm. And two names that I've come across is Bochan, which is B-O-C-H-A-N. I think it's Irish. And a Scottish uh, entity which is similar, Gilidu, uh, G-H-I-L-L-I-E, and Du, which I think means black, doesn't it, in, in Gaelic. But, you know, the same entity has different names in different, probably, parts of Scotland as well. It's, it's a strange one, isn't it? It's not like, you know, if I'd seen a red deer, it would have been, oh, that's a red deer, I know what a red deer is like. And if it had been a raw deer, I would have very easily identified that. But this is just... Uh, a lot more ambiguous. Really. Mm. So the shape of the face and head is was it difficult to to pinpoint that? I would like to just speculate and make okay. you know, just. Did it have more pointy face or a more rounded face? Um, I would say pointy. Mm. And it wasn't wearing a hat. No, and I didn't re re realize. I didn't see anything that would. No. That I would consider to be clothing, because I could see you know the the skin was very light. I mean, like very light white. Yeah. And I could see the skin all over. It's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's difficult because you don't, you don't get that kind of view, is it? Like it doesn't stand in front of you for 10 minutes so you can take a, a no. selfie with it. In that moment, you've got a million things going through your head. It's like, what am I seeing? What am I seeing? Well, that's right. <laughs> you know, it, it happens yeah. and you, you're just quite, I was quite taken aback. And I just, yeah, yeah, what the, yeah. What's that, you know? <laughs> and then uh, it's gone. And you think, well, what did I just say there? Mm. So when it looked at you, you held each other's gaze. Yeah. What did you feel in that moment? I mean, it was alarming for me because I didn't know what I was looking at. Mm. I was just quite startled. Mm. But, you know, there wasn't any menace or aggression. You know, whatever I saw didn't seem to be panicking. It was just like any other wild animal just say, oh, there's a human, I'll run away. Mm. And just, uh, and did so. Yeah. So certainly, you know, I mean, I felt a bit uncomfortable, but there was no reason why I should feel uncomfortable. You know, there was there was nothing done or said or aggression or menace or anything like that. It was just saw saw me in a way. Mm. Did you find that your body reacted in any way? I mean, maybe it made you stand still. Stopped dead in my tracks. <laughs> I don't know if it's that. It yeah. ran away. Just saw it. It's rooted to the spot. Trying to figure yeah. out what I've seen and watched it run away and then uh, that was the end of it. Mm. Was it a particular time in your life, pivotal time in your life? 
Well, it was a strange time in my life, to be quite honest with you. It was very, very stressful. And I'd got away from all the stress. And it was my 50th birthday, actually. That's, the, that's what the holiday was all about. Oh. My 50th birthday. That's why I was there. So it was a very special occasion. Yeah. It was uh, very, very stressful. So I was just there to unwind and get away from everything. Maybe it sound a bit of a corny thing. Be at one with nature, if you like. Just get away from everything that was bothering me. Mm. And uh, just enjoy the... the the nature in the countryside. It sounds like you achieved that if you think about the encounter to connect with nature in such a way that you... Well, I mean, I've been, I have been up there a few times on holiday and other parts of the west coast of Scotland, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, every time I go there, I have a great time because it is a beautiful, relaxing yeah. place. It's kind of, it's like a meditation, even just walking home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um do you think before this happened, this just, just was not on your radar whatsoever? So before you saw whatever you saw, what would you say if a friend told you that they'd seen a fairy? I would have been open-minded about these things. Really, I mean, I've, you know, like you, you grow up, you watch films. I mean, I've, I've, read, I've read a lot of books. I've read, I read Bram Stoker's Dracula. I knew there was a, a legend and a myth behind it. Somebody said, do you believe in vampires? I was, I don't know. Came mm. in open mind. I'll, I'll certainly not say no, because I don't. I just don't know. And the same with things like ghosts or, or any other kind of myth or legend. I don't mm. know. And uh, I would just really have a healthy respect for things like that. Yeah. Um, so, and certainly the fairies, leprechauns, goblins, whatever they call, they'll be like, well, you know might exist or it might not i don't know i mean i've had other i've never seen anything before and i've never seen anything since but i certainly have had some strange uh, feelings if you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, in another couple of places mm. do you think maybe having that experience kind of opened a door to a sense of another world so maybe well, becoming yes. more in tune Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I certainly yeah, maybe it's opened my eyes and my perspective on things. Um, I, I personally, I don't think you can draw these entities in. I don't think you can do something to make them appear in front of you, can you? No, I, I agree. I certainly, I think it, it, it's a mindset, and if you if you clear your mind yeah. from all of the, the the poisons that that are there from our life in civilized supposed civilization. I think uh, maybe that that would help. But uh, yeah, I mean, other parts of Scotland. I mean, I've been on the West Niles before and walking in some very remote places, and you just feel it's you're not alone. You know, it's it's very mm. tranquil and, and peaceful, and you know, I've heard noises that I didn't know what they were. You know, and you think, yeah, what is that? Can't <laughs> see anything. You know, you think, well, if I knew, you know, every animal or bird that's up here, I would probably know. It's just things like that, I think, make you more aware. Yeah, yeah. It was a nice experience. I think it was a nice experience, really. Well, yeah, absolutely. I think it, it's a really precious, amazing experience. As you say, lots of people say that they want to see fairies, um, but you can't make it happen. It's just something that happens really randomly. It just happens really unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And that's just the nature of these things, you know. Um, you know, and I think definitely being in the right mindset, as you say, and I do feel personally that your connection with nature was really the kind of the door opener here. Um, but what an amazing uh, 50th birthday memory. 
Always going to remember that. Okay. I just I've never really considered these things at all no. in the past. Yeah, I mean, read things, watch the TVs, the movies, all of this kind of thing. I'd be like respectful, but it never crossed my mind. You know what I mean? It's not as if I had a, like a fascination with anything and I'd researched it and read about it. I hadn't. Um, so I, you know, I would mm. never ever have expected anything like that to happen. No. And it So, big thanks to our first guest. And just a few thoughts, really. The encounter that we heard tonight is fairly typical for a fairy sighting. You have a person simply going about their business when all of a sudden they have this phenomenal experience. We'll enjoy deeper discussions on the subject of fairy sightings on later episodes. But for now, it would suffice to say that the usual reaction to otherworldly experience tends to be as follows. So, on the subject of ghosts, people are pretty okay with that. They might not believe in ghosts, but it's kind of our understanding that ghosts are the spirits of people who are no longer alive. Most of us can deal with that. We understand how that might work. Then we have UFOs. All right, so... They're a bit more weird, but the potential for other life forms in our vast universe that we can see with our own eyes in the night sky every night. Well, yeah, okay, most people can imagine that's a possibility. But when it comes to fairies, it's just, no, that's ridiculous, childish, impossible, until you see one yourself. For the most part, our modern Western society is so sure of its wisdom, so addicted to rational thought, hard evidence, sound conclusions, they simply can't compute that they may be as yet undetectable parallel existences to ours right here on Earth, and that sometimes, for whatever reason, we may catch a glimpse into each other's realms. For the moment, at least, telling people about your fairy encounter is still a major taboo. The immediate realisation is that other people will assume you were mistaken, um, maybe under the influence of substances or hallucinating due to some kind of illness. Some people are lucky enough to be able to entrust their encounter to an open-minded or knowledgeable third party. But many of these stories go untold. For some, the experience is simply so precious and personal that, quite rightly, it doesn't feel appropriate to share. Others feel afraid to share in case of retaliation from beings in these unknown worlds. It's worth noting here that not all experiences are wonderful, some are terrifying. Many would prefer never to speak of it again, but for most, it's really the fear of being ridiculed which stops them from speaking of their encounter. Let's not forget that no matter how civilised and evolved we feel we are, there is so much we don't yet understand about this universe. The beauty of life is that we explore the unknown together, for a time. We may never find the answers, but we can enjoy the adventure of seeking and expanding our conscious awareness.
Whatever your view, thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join me again to hear further accounts of modern fairy sightings. Much love to you, and always remain curious.